Yo, yo, peace and eyes vibrations, ladies and gentlemen. We are back with another motherfucking episode of Talk That Shh. I'm your host, King Solif, with your home skillet, Speak Easy Griff. And listen, ladies and gentlemen, it is going to be a beautiful show. So do me a favor, don't go nowhere. You are now listening to Talk That Shh Podcast Radio. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen. Have your coffee, get your wine, your beer, tell your cats and dogs to get comfortable. It's another episode of Talk That Shh. I am your host, King Solith, and I'm back again. If you've been paying attention, if you've if you've caught up at least to the last new or if I'm gonna say this, right? If you're abreast to the new season, mm. then you know that I've been here with somebody who I really have a lot of respect for, right? A serial connoisseur, mm. a brother who is an author of a lot of positive words. Well, somebody who you're not gonna wanna be uh, uh, without in your life if you don't already have. Him. I'm here with my brother, Speak Easy Grip. What up, bro? Hey, yo, what's up? Is that great interlude that you gave me, brother? I appreciate that, and I receive everything that you said. It's definitely great to be a part of this beautiful endeavor. And I'm gonna say this before we get started: it will behoove people. To look up the word abreast, as you just so eloquently put it, because that vocabulary, brother, is outstanding. Okay. I received it's, that. Uh amazing. And it's tremendous. I've been around the block a couple times. I feel you, brother. Been and the block. it's always good when you can enhance your vocabulary and use different words with different vernacular in the context that it's supposed to be in. 100%. So shout out to you for being an illustrious brother and a wordsmith. Lyrical assassin, as we would say, if this was Wu Tang. Come on now, look, you know I'm, it is Wednesday, bro. I received that, brother. I really do, and and I, you know, I think it's organic that I brought you on this show, bro, because everything that you just said, I feel like it's a mirror of you, man. You know, and and you, in some ways, I say to myself, and I think it's beautiful that the sun is shining right now over my shoulder and the sweat is starting to bead down my face, because I feel like. You know, and, and this is more than a feeling. Mm. It's it's a belief within the spirit that when you are right on time and the universe is lined up and divine and truly connected with what it is that you are doing, you will go from a shaded moment to the very moment of sunshine. And once you have connected to that confirmation, you get your shade again and go right back to the normal. But you got to be one and open with it. So, bro, I, I appreciate you for being on here because you are somebody who I relate to on many levels. And then you are author, brother. I I look up to you, my brother. Oh, you feel man. what I'm saying? Brother, I appreciate that, those sentiments. And I can say the same goes for you because we definitely vibrate on the same level in life amongst many things that we have experienced and are experiencing at this present moment. So it's always a beautiful thing when two souls connect, two brothers connect in this time and place because it's needed. You feel what I'm saying? You just said it greatly about the sunshine and the shade reference. Like everything you just said was just spot on. So me being here and we have this platform, it's where it's supposed to be because when the universe aligns for you, everything works for you. Absolutely. Even when shit look like it's going downhill. And ladies and gentlemen, with that being said, in normal fashion, I pray everything in your life is going according to plan for whatever reason. If it is not, do yourself a favor. Do everyone that you love a favor. Pray for change. Sit back for a moment. 
Watch what happens from the prayer that you have released from yourself, from the voice that you have released from yourself. Sit back just long enough for you to gain your breath after releasing your, your essence of what you desire. Then get up off your ass and enjoy the rest of your life. All right? Now, ladies and gentlemen, we got we to gotta talk because I, I think that these days, a lot of times, we forget the value of open communication. You never lie. And just, you, you know, the last episode, we was talking and, you know, maybe it wasn't the last episode. But at one point in time, we got to talking and it was about women driving. If it wasn't the last, it was Yeah, before, it right? was. It might have been the last. So you remember? Yeah, because we had put a pin in it and we were having that open dialogue. Absolutely. The speeders. Right, and- right, right. The one when we, you know, we came to an understanding and I think everybody agreed that women can't drive. But moving forward, I... I when it comes to having open communication, have you ever realized, bro, that someone who says they have good communication <laughs> but gets in the car and doesn't use their turn signals isn't someone who truly has good communication? The fact that you said that makes me ponder that very thought because... I've never looked at it in that lens mm. with driving. I, I equate certain things in life with driving, like when I'm on the highway, when people are just driving reckless and, you know, it's a lot going on with them within their vehicle. And you can just tell, like, the car looks crazy beat up because probably because of the way they drive it, like it's a NASCAR mm-hmm, race mm-hmm. on a regular highway. But that does go into communication because I have to signal and communicate with the driver, whether on my left or my right behind or whatever, that I'm trying to get over. Without that communication, there's a gap. Within that gap comes accident. A whole bunch of shit happened. You ever had somebody pull in front of you without using their signal? Brother, I've done that. You ever got you ever got pissed off when somebody else do it? Of course. All they gotta do is flick the button. And you know, I find myself saying hey bro, you just couldn't put your signal light on? You feel what I'm to saying? To get over? You know? It's one of those things where when it happens to you, it, it makes you reflect to be like, okay, have I been in this spot too where that was me? Yeah, yeah. And that goes back to communicating with ourselves yeah. initially because if I'm communicating with myself, I don't have to worry about me putting on my signal like it's a given. Yeah. You know what I mean? Straight up. I, I that's that's power, bro. I've I've learned to truly, truly um, be willing to understand what I can do can happen to me. And what happens to me can happen on the opposite side. It's balance. That's why I love playing chess. Before any move is made, it's, it's like, okay, wait a minute. If I move my pawn right here, what's the response? Am I putting my pawn in a place where an attack can be the next response? Or am I putting it in a place where a block is going to be the next response or where I can't necessarily move them until another piece is adjacent? So... Thinking about chess as it truly is a game of life. If when you fuck with me in a certain way, and I turn your mind on to a 204 square perspective, as it relates to chess, it opens up your mind to a perspective in every setting, no matter what's going on. You're able to, you know, take that 204 square perspective literally everywhere you go, and it opens your mind. So having that when it comes to driving. 
is what kind of puts me into that mindset. You know, one, being upset when somebody, you know, gets in front of me and doesn't use a turn signal. Whether they are ahead of me or not, like a decent distance or not. And then I think, hey, I've done it, like you said. You know what I'm saying? I, I've done it too. But it's like, damn, I, me being a life coach, you know, sometimes I talk a good game about being, yeah. and, you know, somebody who has communication. And because I do mm-hmm. value integrity, it's like, shit, I dare myself to talk to someone else about having good communication or even open if communication. If you're like, maybe lacking in that sense. Especially if in my mind, I've recognized that I need to use my signal because it's a communication to someone else that I'm getting ready to make X, Y, and I agree. That's a great point. I find myself doing that a lot these days where, you know, when I have discussions with people and we're just having an open dialogue and there's advice being given on both parts, I remind myself in that moment, at that moment, to remember that what I'm giving out, I need to receive for myself and I need to believe it because, like you said, it sounds like a good game when you're a life coach and you know, motivational speaker, and everybody's right, thinking right. like, oh my God, he's giving me great advice. Right. I'm taking it, I'm applying it, it's working. What am I living by it? Right. You assume that they are because they're giving out, but just because I'm saying it doesn't mean I'm living it. I could give you the blueprint to the world. Doesn't mean I use the blueprint. I'm just giving you what I know because I can get, you know, some money or whatever value that I can gain from it in that moment. But if you're a life coach like you are and you live by what you say, it's going to be shown. People are going to know as soon as you walk in the room. You don't even have to say anything. Your presence alone will speak for itself and it will speak volumes. So in times like that with communication, we have to value it because eternally it must be there. Then externally it can be there as well. And then we can truly be the re- re- representation of what we truly are as a powerful you know, spiritual being. Absolutely. That's cold. You're a cold brother. Yeah. Oh man, when cold meets cold, brother, it turns, it turns into a free, you know, it turns into ice. some motherfucking ice, you know, tundra, if you will. Man, so taking taking the idea of having open communication, I say for me, uh, has has really, and honestly speaking, bro, I have seen within recent days since the last time I spoke with you, you know, shit, we we clear, right? I was a little later connecting with you the last time we linked up because I was having a little shakiness to my, my rooftop at home. And I was like, oh, I got to I gotta settle a little bit before I bounce, but I still got to be on time, right? So... Even though we know time ain't really a thing. But absolutely, we'll absolutely. Ahead, we, in a sense, I say that, we still got to be connected to our order. A consistency. Absolutely, you know? So, since then, you know, some some communications have transpired and I've done some things that... You know, I've, I've never done before. I've never... I like the way you look at it. Bro, I, I can see his face. You know what I'm it's saying? It's going right it's, now. I feel some positive bro. energy being exchanged. Come on, brother. Say it. Man, it's... When I say that, and that's that's the title of the show, you know, the value of open communication. And a lot of times I like to take topics and situations that I've, I've experienced because I personally believe that it helps. In some senses, it helps connect the audience to the truth in how real it is to grow. You know what I mean? So I went through some experiences recently with, with my lady and it's allowed me to see her in a different light and allow her to see me in a different light. 
and allow us both to clash in a way that we would have never clashed until we truly decided to be uh, transparent beyond our own comfort. Mm. I mean, Ooh. we shit in the same room, mm. right? So some people would be like, oh damn, y'all, you know, we, I ain't even got that level. Or I'll never, you know, shit in the same room. We shit in the same room, right? So it's it's that, but that's pretty, that's pretty common these days. But to get to a point where your nightmares are put on the table, your, and I say for me, it was me just releasing the weight that I had on my own shoulders about being a dad, the insecurities that I still have or had to a point, you know, cause once we discussed it and we started to see eye to eye, it's literally almost like several of them kind of broke and, and the chain was instantly released because I was able to give her a side of me that I hadn't and she was able to express to me what she can do with that. So long story short, we empowered each other. What I got out of it was I was able to see how much of a superhero she truly is. Mm -hmm. And she was able to see how much of a man mm -hmm. I really am. Because a lot of times as being a life coach, sometimes people don't see me on the ground level. So I think that's what separates some people from staying connected to me because maybe they believe that they have to float as much, you know, you. and, and I, and this was a beautiful moment with us because in the transparency, I was able to express to her that we can truly ride the same wave, even in the moments where she may not feel as great as she thinks she has to be to be with me. Right, and I think that's the the concern that arises with people when they're in relationships and they're developing that communication, that transparency is, despite the challenges and the roadblocks that come, will I still be enough for this person? And if you truly know yourself and you're knowing them and you guys are communicating this and you're effectively communicating this, it won't be an issue. Will there be bumps on the road? Of course, but that's to be expected and that's to be welcoming and embraced because it's gonna teach you how to grow for one individually and then two together as a collective yeah you feel what i'm saying then once you bring a child into it it goes from you two to you three or four or five or however many you have yeah but there has to be that level of transparency and i love how you said the transparency at a level that's beyond like your comprehension because we know what transparency is eternally whether we saw it at home growing up from family or outside sources or ourselves but that's one level when you break that barrier you just you, you decide i'm not decide you can see that there's another level to transparency communication i can say i, I communicate and tra i'm transparent all day but i have to be in it and then i have to achieve certain levels with it because i can be transparent like vaguely i can be transparent blindly I can be transparent where it's in a space where you know it's real. You can feel it coming off me, but it's levels to it. And I love how you guys are in this space and you are growing in this space and you're progressing in this space. That's the beauty and that's the lesson within this. So I'm loving this. You know, Aubrey is a great young lady um, and I'm loving how y'all getting through this and 
communicating with each other because that's the main thing is communicate with each other and that's the value in it because when we have these conversations bro we come to find out it's not as bad or as negative as we anticipated it's because we're in our own heads we're creating our own thoughts we're creating our own realities we're creating their response and they haven't even responded to the thing the question that you want to ask that you ain't even asked yet but we create this whole scenario about what it's going to be and then when it's expressed we're mad because they say this, 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 and it becomes a whole nother thing. But when you communicate, whether you agree in the moment or not, it's okay. But yeah. you're talking about yeah. it. Now, that, that, that point right there is where I'm going to put the weight for myself. Because a lot of times what I realized was we both created a distance when we thought that each other weren't going to agree mm. and whether that distance was created for the moment and it took two days to come back to a week uh, a couple minutes it was a conscious decision that we both were playing and through complete transparency what I've realized was where I needed to gauge to express to her uh, how I see her and what we have together and, and, and the whole nine. Because when I explained to her clearly with an open heart, not thinking about how she's going to take it, not thinking about how she's going to feel about it. So now I'm not thinking, man, I'm about to hurt her feelings, you know, just being completely transparent and one with the truth, separated from all feelings. I was able to realize that sometimes she thought that she needed to pull away if ever she felt like she was interrupting my focus or my moment. Well, you know, because sometimes I, I, I might display, uh, I won't even say a funk, but you know, sometimes my body language isn't always uh, able to be understood. And in those moments, that was good. I get that. That's the best way to really put it. Sometimes my body language isn't really able to be understood. And she was, you know, feeling some type of way about it. And I was able to connect with her and let her know that despite of what my body language is, this is what my heart is. Right, right, right. So, so now yeah. she is able to say, Okay, cool. If it's something that I need to check beyond our understanding and comprehension, I have all the comfort and all the right to do it because she knows that I'm not attacking her. Yet at the same time, she knows that it's okay to be in my space, to be loving, to, you know, connect with me, even if you think that I want to be disconnected because I'll say, hey, I want to be disconnected if that's the case. And that comes with that communication. Absolutely. And that's all. That's what it's about. Recognizing, being self-aware, being able to self-diagnose in that moment, and then grow from it and move on and not be stagnant, not be, uh, not remorseful, but not be regretful or not be vindictive, petty, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Every, every other feeling that associates with how you're feeling, because once you do remove all of those emotions and feelings and you truly come from a place of unconditional love and you're speaking from your heart and your spirit you're never going to be steered wrong and when the other person that you're facing is in that same space with you it's understood and then from there it's up 
You feel what I'm saying? Like, and that's the beauty in it. Yeah. Communication. <laughs> so people, as you're listening to this, remember, communicate with yourself first, with the other person second, whether that's a partner, whether that's a parent, sibling, child, co-worker, friend, frenemy, enemy, whether you're in a relationship or a situationship. Communicate. Because yeah. what you find out is when you both communicate and you're on the same page, the book can continue to move on and turn the page to the next page. Yeah. But when you're not communicating, you will stay on page three for the entirety of that experience if you do not choose to move on. And more so, too, because if you don't communicate, and I think it's, it's, it's interesting, I think my light bulb went off when you were saying enemy, friend of me. Message! Because even when you choose to have those hard, quote-unquote, conversations with people that you just know it's going to be rocky, you don't build the courage, the confidence, the callous to do it in moments like being in a relationship. So running away from uh, an ideal of a problem, you know, whatever the case may be, running away never never settles it. It never gives you the strength or it never activates your power to resolve it because we all have the power to resolve one angle of a problem somewhere or another. We all have that power. It just has to be activated. It does. And the more you run to it, the better you become. The more you run away from it, the more it's going to weigh on you. And eventually it'll come back around and spin the block. And it's going to come back to your front door, whether that year, five years, 10, 20 years. At some point, whatever you run from, you're going to have to face. So face it. That's all I got to say on that. Shut one. up. Ladies and gentlemen, listen, we about to take a break. All right. Because we're going to turn from page three. We, we hey. not sitting on page three. Nope. No more. Or four. So or if you in your life right now, if you know that you have situations in your life that you just need to turn the page on. You got some people in your life that you just need to turn the page on. Flip that page. Flip the page. Now, I'm not saying rip the page Come out. on. See, there we go. Come on. Now you talk. Because there's a there's a difference. When you, it is. When you turn the page, you get a chance to connect more with life. Now, I will say, in the idea of, oh, I just need to go ahead and rip this page out. Connect with life. Read on. Because you might find out that as you read on, Naturally, the page that you wanted to to rip out reads itself out of your life anyway. Come on now, brother. So turn the page. Come on, that's right? what I'm saying. Sometimes turn the page. Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, sit tight. Don't go no motherfucking where. It's just talk that. Shh. We'll be right back. tall glass let's go crazy tonight the world's gone mad it's new slavery take a knee with the ball players and they try to put you out the class with no hard pass nonetheless puff my chest never see me sweat so ahead of my time my parents haven't even met where the big l i see the big picture because when it close the credits roll it's no vic mincy just victim 
but just listen I sing you my song of pain Blood, sweat, and tears But they still take the flow in vain That's why the music is my Novocaine I feel like David Bowie I've been under pressure But I'm over fame Who's to blame? I can't accuse the game Swerving on the road to riches But they trying to tell me Choose a lane Play the flutes like a blue champagne I think the whole planet's losing its brain It's like the world's gone mad Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> we are back. I appreciate y'all for saying tapped in and tuned in. We back. It's another episode of Talk That Shh. 
If you are just now tuning in from the break, ladies and gentlemen, I am your host, King Soul Lift, and I am in the building with my brother. You already know, Speak Easy Griff is in the lab, mixing it down. And if you didn't already know, you know now. That shit kind of went together. Yeah, I like how you uh, put that. That's, that's pretty swanky, bro. Hey, bro. Sw- swanky? Yeah, man. Swank, swanky. 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 Now, we talked about vocabulary earlier. I always keep one tucked, brother. Bro, I thought I had got around. I guess I need to get a little bit more yeah, around. Okay. Do a little research. I got to do a little bit more research. Yeah. All right. Boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, cats and dogs, pigeons. And Chicken, ducks, birds. All of that. Gra- grasshoppers and aloe vera plants and all that good shit, right? And even the flying lotus. Listen. No, we, yeah, yeah, we, the flying lotuses is cool, too. It's a good artist, by the way. Too. Now, the cicadas, we, we ain't fucking with the cicadas, bro. That's that kind of altered our last. That's what that's what I'm saying. We episode we had to we had to adjust because the cicada said y'all won't be recording over here. They damn sure did. <laughs> not today. And I said respect. <laughs> you feel me, ladies and gentlemen? Before the break, we talked a good bit about the value of open communication. I spoke a little bit about my personal life, which I'm totally comfortable with because I have absolutely nothing to hide. Um, but I, I think that there might have been a, a section of my last few days that I didn't really talk about. And I don't know if I want to talk about it, but I don't want to hide nothing. So I'm going to tell you, I had some of the best sex after the biggest argument that we had to where we truly came to an understanding to where we were able to see each other. See, I'm different, right? I'm different. You I'm, I'm not the type of person that's just going to have sex after any kind of argument. Because I think makeup sex, when you have an argument and you don't really see eye to eye when you have sex afterwards, you really elevate the problem. So, bro, I'm going to tell you, we... we we came to a head, man. Literally. We came to a head. I'm just like, yo, shit, we like. So when I say the value of open communication, sometimes it brings you a reward in ways that you never expected. You know, we were good before. Don't get me wrong. We were great with it before. But truly being connected just intensified what we were both able to bring to the table. So I think the reason why I didn't want to leave that part out, it may be X-rated. For those of you who already know, who have been tapped into the show, uh, this is not a, a kid-friendly show, um, but there's total honesty in it. So if you want your children to you know, evaluate life, this might be a good show for them. Uh, but I will say, as explicit as I'm being now, um, there's, there is value to having open communication. It's not all bad. And the feeling that you get when you talk about something that is hypothetically a problem is okay. When you get over that feeling, oh man, you truly, truly, truly can feel what it means to be alive. Brother? Oh yeah, brother. Just, you know, processing and listening to you speak from the heart. I think I I, I might have... um, Cross, cross, cross Griff's ears. Um, no, brother, not at all. You know, um, I appreciate the transparency and the 
open level of honesty and I see. as we're being as is being communicated. There is no nothing that can jar my my foundation. Okay. I uh that's great. I'm happy to hear that. Um it's great that you guys are in that space and you're able to to benefit from it in a way that you guys are physically connecting and emotionally connecting and spiritually connecting within that moment because that is a part of life. That is a way for two people in a relationship to come together in another way because there is a lot associated with that. Like you said, if it's a certain argument exchanged, I cannot be involved in relations with you because we are gonna be operating on the frequency and a level that we do not need to be combined in that moment or or joined in that sense. But when we connect in that way via that conversation and the level intensifies, then we're able to connect and we're able to combine like a puzzle where we can get hot. You feel what I'm saying? Uh-huh. It can get steaming. It can become love making. Talk to him. You feel what I'm saying? Come on, I and feel it's you. A beautiful exchange. It, it, that's what I think you're alluding to. No illusion. No, no that illusion. Is I'm telling it what straight I, up how it is. When you open up the wound. But, well, appropriate that little part up. Well, nah, I don't, I don't know if that was the appropriate word. It might have been. Because I was just going to say, open, my bad. Should have said, open the portal. <laughs> we know you open the gateway of the portal. Because when you when is is that portal is open and it's bro, it's, I definitely I, yeah. wasn't gonna say that, <laughs> but I value yeah. that that's what you was gonna <laughs> no, say. No, I was trying to say the portal. You know, but the woman's inside the portal. It just don't worry about it, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, we it just, yeah, look, just we, one of them things. We tongue tied. We gonna move all the way forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Until right. another subject. And before we before we you know skirt off, I just want to say truly and sincerely, you know, if you are. In a space, because I, I I personally know um, brothers, sisters of of all species, genotype, not just black folk, right? I personally know men and women that are having a true issue coming together, and it bothers me because I saw it in my household, I saw it in other households, and it's like this is one piece of the generational curse. That I wondered, does anybody ever believe that we can shake? Of course we can, brother. It's all about intentions. And it's all about which the show is based off of is communicating. And the generational, the generational curses are always in effect when great-great-grandmama don't talk to grandson. Or didn't know how. Right, right. I was going to thank you for finishing my thought. Yes, that part. And... On both sides, there is a lack of communication, miscommunication, which creates a disconnect because my grandmother may not know how to talk to me because I'm asking certain questions that, and in her time, was not asked of somebody my age, whether I'm 20, 25, 30, whatever, and they don't know how to accept and receive that or how to respond, which is okay because once you understand that, you can be like, you can now know how to move forward accordingly because you never want to shake them, but it's a benefit once you know what goes on in your family so things can be broken and things can be changed 
Because if I'm thinking like that, that means guess what's going to happen? The child that I bear is going to be thinking in those terms, oh, yeah. probably at a grander scale. Or something like it. Because the DNA it transfer. Right. It, it definitely transferred. Like, we are a representation of every ancestor that came before us. We are the living testimony. Yeah. It, it's that's us. Real. That's real. You feel me? Absolutely. So it's, it's that part that once understood can be moved on. But generational curses are broken all the time. They've been broken in my family, like currently, right now, with one of my cousins, with with with, with what he's doing on on my mom's side, like how he's taking a whole generation and shout out to broke, shout out to broke it down, like within the past five years, becoming a self-published author, becoming a master's degree holder. You feel what I'm saying? Like getting to uh into companies, like and doing his damn thing. That wasn't seen on that on our side of the family. You feel what I'm saying? Like it was just go to work nine to five, that type of thing. It was no growth. Yeah. But he has took the bar and created another atmosphere. You feel what I'm saying? So they definitely can be broken. We just got to tap into our power. Absolutely. And and I can say, truly, one of my powers is fucking communication, bro. Mm. And and I think I'm gonna tell you why my girl is so powerful. Because I know the power that I have. And the fact that we were able to connect the way that we were, I'm not talking about, you know, the other moment, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. the fact that we were able to connect and bump heads and get our points across and, 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 and hear each other to where we can truly see each other now, it disconnected from so much weight. And in order for her to be able to drop the weight that she was carrying that we got over to the point where we can come together. I'm like, yo, you the fuck with me? You got to be the shit. That's just that's just how I see it. And unfortunately, in my past, not knocking anybody or saying anyone is better than the other, but I can say that the space that I'm in now is divine for me. And I understand why other spaces that I was in didn't work. You know, I vocalized my concerns differently. You know, I wasn't as strong as I was. I would have never been able to sit in a space with some of the same minds that I had been connected with before as intently as she and I did the other day. It would have never happened. Someone would have blown a gasket. And I may have been one to blow it later, but the fact is someone would have blown it. And I would have not wanted to be in a space where someone felt like they would have needed to blow a gasket. So... I can continue to say and I continue to encourage people that there are so many rewards and the value of having open communication is truly tremendous. You know, sometimes the the, the open communication, you know what they say? A closed mouth don't get fed. You know, sometimes the open communication can land you a greater position in your job. Sometimes the open communication can, you know, help you understand that you're dealing with somebody who is comfortable with your ways. I know, like I was saying before, I know men and women right now that are at odds. They're ready to divorce and they haven't been married very long or they never come together and one always does his thing and she always does her thing and neither of them truly believe that they can come together but they won't separate because they have children. And you can't, I'm not going to say you can't, you just have to be mindful of where you're at and as you continue to tap into yourself and have conversations with yourself, I know it's like a, a running theme, but that's really the one of the basic foundations of life is knowing who you are. Facts. And when you tap into your divine power, 
you're going to be in a space where you don't have to question it. Everything is going to work out the way it's supposed to work out. And everything that's coming to you is a lesson to be learned, a goal to be achieved, a challenge to be overcome. That's the beauty of life. But if I'm not tapping into who I'm going to, who I'm supposed to be, I'm going to always be in a space where it's going to be a negative space and it's not going to be a place where I can truly be free and truly be me because I, I can't be me if I don't know who I am. And looking for that in other people or having children with people and thinking that's going to fix, that's not, it's not going to solve or fix anything. You know, you may get a blessing out of that, you know, but. I need to be in a space where if we agree to make this union everlasting, we know it comes with work. We know we can't just wake up and like, oh, we want to get married and that's it. Like, no, that's just one stepping stone. It's going to require us to elevate in year five, oh, year yeah. 10. And you got to keep the communication going even then. Yeah, in year 30. So when people aren't honest with themselves, that's when it creates this whole discourse of people wanting to divorce and not understand each other because nobody's being open nobody's being able to translate what they're really feeling and i know because i speak from experience not marriage wise but relationship wise like i'm i'm in a space now talk about it when it comes to dating with women like that i was not in let's say four or five years ago and t- internally i've always possessed what i what i possess now I just wasn't tapping into it. But as I started to gradually tap into it, having multiple conversations with women that I dated or having or not having conversations, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. when you want to ghost or you're not truly being open, it creates this whole other monster. And it's just like, oh, my God, what have I, what have I become? Like, how can I not communicate? How can I put up this wall? How can I got this barrier? But when I understood that, I broke it down. I started communicating with this one. So the next one, I communicated with her. Then after her, I communicate with her. So now I'm at a place where I can be as open and transparent with myself and then with the young lady that I'm dating because I don't have anything to hide. We can talk about whatever. We're not going to dwell on anything, but we can definitely have discussions about prior experiences. And that way we can build for the future because you got to kind of know where people came from so you can kind of see where they're going. And that's when you can choose to decide, like, okay, should I be in this space? You know, is this going to benefit me? Like, is this relationship benefiting me? Is it giving me something of value? Is it giving me substance where I know I'm going to continue to grow from this? Or I'm going to continue to evolve from this? I don't yeah. have to ever yeah. feel like I'm not supposed to be here. Well, I felt like that in the past. And I know if a feeling comes now, it comes so quick that before it can even be a thing, it's not a thing. Because I've already caught it. And I say that for myself, too, because it took a lot of work to get here. And I'm happy where I'm at. And I got a ways to go as well. It's not the it's not the ending, you feel me? It's just another chapter. Now, would would you say, based off of the results of past relationships and how you were able to internalize them and spend time thinking about them after the fact, would you say that your level of communication was higher or lower than it may have needed to be? Do you think that if your communication was more open or quote-unquote better um, that things could have truly changed? Because we know sometimes people will say, oh, I need you to do this and things mm-hmm. will be good. I need you to do that. Right. And that's on both sides. But then when those changes are made, nothing actually changes because a lot of times people want a visual aspect of somebody, but they don't really want who they are. No, most definitely. 
I can speak on that a lot, that last part. <laughs> they say they want it, but then you give it to them, they don't know what to do with it. But for me, I would just operate in real low, communication-wise, because I remember I had a conversation with this with this queen that, you know, I went to uh, I went to high school with, and we we had like a thing for years. Like it was, it was never that was your boot thing. Yeah, in a sense, it wasn't never a relationship. It was just like one of those things understood. Like if we were both single and not doing anything, like we would we would like go on dates or you know other stuff. You know what I mean? And what's we, the other stuff? Y'all would go on date dates like what? You know, food food, food dates? dates. You know, park dates. You know, so what's, uh, we, what's we park we, dates. You mean like going to the park? With, yeah, like, yeah, when yeah. You put the blanket down to eat food. Yeah. Okay, that's food. Touch the food date. That's food. Yeah, date. yeah, right. And the so what's the what's the what's the other one? You know, relations. Relations. You know, a man and a woman connecting on the, on a. Because, I mean, we are talking about open communication. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> nah, Rhonda. But, you know, we, 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 had our, we had good times where we had some fun and we had sex and things like that. So, but I remember one conversation we had that always stood out to me and that really started to turn the page was I was at her apartment. This was, like, years ago. And we were, like, having, like, this our first real, true, open conversation. She was just like, you know, Derek, sometimes I feel like when I ask you certain stuff or we have certain stuff, she's like, I feel like you're closed off. Mm. I feel like you have this barrier up. She's mm. like, you don't, you don't, you don't, you're like, you're not communicating Ouch. as I thought you would. And it's just like, you're kind of like, you're just kind of like dis- dismissing things. And I was just like, holy she shit. She dug all in your, she dug I'm all like, in there. She opened me up and I'm like, you know what? She has a point, a valid point. And that point is when it started to, I can start to see a shift coming. It didn't happen right away, of course, but the next few years, I started to identify with certain things and I started to change things here, 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 here. And had it not been for that conversation, I'm pretty sure I would have gotten there, but it was like an epiphany because she really said stuff that I really decided to take on and I decided to focus on. And when I did that, it opened up the floodgates. So like now what I do is just what I always done, but now I'm at a level where I'm in a good space and I'm also recognizing the woman that's in front of me and appreciating her for her experiences, what she has to offer, her voice, and everything in between because it's a two-way street. You feel what I'm saying? Because she had to come to a place where she had to grow too. Yeah. She may not have always been as communicated, as communi- uh, communicative. Yeah, got a little tongue tie. Appreciate that, talk brother. Good, bro. That's what I'm here for. Because you know I get all excited, my brain be moving nah, so bro, fast. So like I have to realize and recognize that too. Like, okay, that's fine. We both had to grow. We both learned. We are both here now. So let's let's be, let's make it what it's supposed to be. And also like if I say, this is what I want to give you, and you say that you want this, then let's let's, let's focus on that. Like, because I can give myself. You feel me? What's what's so funny? What's funny, bro? I'm in a real life moment. Bro, bro, I'm with you, bro. I'm just. <laughs> Did I say some two words that go together? Please move that fire, bro. Oh, move you, the fire, you high, bro. bro. No, move that fire. My spirit keeps telling me. Oh my, my, yo, my, my, my sock gonna catch on bro, fire. Bro, please move oh. the fire, bro. <laughs> please. But yeah, man, and people just gotta be true to themselves because. Unless you're true to yourself, you can say what you want, but once it comes to your front door, you're not gonna be able to receive it because you're you're playing yourself because you don't know who you are. Yeah, you know, and that works for me. 
just like it works for whoever I'm trying to date. Yeah. You know what I mean? So speaking of, you know, you said you hit man, I mean, you you hit it. You hit it right on the head, bro. When you said, you know, in the case of someone you're trying to date, when you were talking, man, five, seven minutes now, maybe eight minutes. Oh wow, we time we timing people now. By any oh, oh oh, so we timing. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm talking, ladies and gentlemen. You got to remember, like me and this brother, we can talk for hours and. Some of you may have realized that it can go into a, a ramble and when nah, we can nah, speak nah, for listen. 10, 15, 30 minutes. But we appreciate y'all listening nonetheless. That ain't because everybody got a voice. That ain't even the point. Then what you talking about? I'm just thinking back at around what time uh, it was. Okay. You I, said I get it. What you gotcha. said. Understood. By any chance, were you alluding to you having a girlfriend? When? Now? No, no, no. Yes, right now. Presently, I don't have a girlfriend. Okay, okay. I'm single. We okay. discussed this like on the first. No, episode. we did, we did. That's why it, it kind of yeah. stuck in my head when you was talking, and it sounded like you were saying without absolutely saying that you had a girl. Oh, but no, you know. sir, not at all. Like okay. the previous person I was dating. This is why I'm speaking like this because of what I just experienced within the past like five, six months. Okay, like that ordeal. Because it sounded fresh. Yeah, no, it 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 is. It was fresh because. I was in a space where I thought everything was going to be what it's going to be, like as far as like what I had, you know, put out there and what I was asking for. Yeah. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't say I was deceived. It's just that there was still some more growth need to be taking place on both parts, okay. and, and I was already ahead. Of and that's it. fair to say, bro. You know what Go I mean? Ahead. That's fair to say. And I fell down. Go ahead. And I stumbled. Even though I had already accomplished this, and I kind of had like a relapse. So when I recognized that relapse, I tried to find other ways to justify it. And I was like, hold up, wait. What I'm not going to do is play the blame game on myself. I'm not going to beat myself up because I fell into something that I had already grown from. But what I can recognize is it won't take it's not going to take place again. Mm -hmm. And that I won't be in that space because I know what I want. I know what I need. And I know what I provide. So I said... Nah, I'm not. I'm not doing that. So yeah, it's fresh because of the the queen I was dealing with. But you know, it's all love. It's still always unconditional yeah, love. It's just that I'm not going to settle, and I'm not going to put myself in a place. Hashtag never settle. You know where I'm selling myself short because you tell me what you want, and I'm giving it to you, but I'm still questioning stuff. So yeah. it's just like, yeah, it was fresh because of that. So that's the end of that. I ain't gonna talk no more. <laughs> now we're not gonna go any deeper into Griff's closet all right i appreciate you for being transparent though because you know we are talking about open communication for sure and the value of open communication so now ladies now i'm not saying my brother's looking but you know that it's clear my brother's still single you know what i'm saying there ain't no rush ain't no clock you know we operate on divine timing so hey you know if you need to get at him and you don't know how to do it (laughs) hit me up all right now brother I don't typically forget much, and it's something that you said. There's a word that you said, uh, freedom. And I'm kind of stuck at that word because there's a lot going on right now Mm. as it relates to Brittany Griner. The WNBA All-Star. The seven-time WNBA All-Star. Who attended Baylor College and was a phenomenal phenomenal star there. Who was playing for a professional team uh, called the Phoenix Mercury, Mm -hmm. all right? She's still incarcerated right now. And I want to talk about that because I want to know what the viewpoint of freedom is mm. and how 
how the fuck is it that this girl is still in a prison in Russia? Incarcerated. It's, we're going to need to take a break on that no, one, brother, we, so, we, we can, look, so we can get our thoughts together. We are definitely going to take a break. Ladies and gentlemen, sit tight. Don't go nowhere. We'll be right back. It's like I don't think y'all fully understand who I am, you know? I'm just a good kid from Compton that want to rap. I don't represent no colors, I represent my little sisters and brothers, I'm the oldest nigga. And if you can't respect that, your whole perspective is whack. Check it out, I used to wanna rap like Jay-Z, until I finally realized that Jay wasn't me. I took my time to jot down every line that's a quotable. Critics say I don't be killing this shit, but I know I do, because I used to practice early morning and then after school. I'm working on my hooks, my nigga, I ain't trying to battle you, but even if I did, I guarantee I overshadow you. Like a fucked up taper that turned to a bowl cut, I'm a close cut to combinate Gucci man. Now that's a comparison that you probably wouldn't understand, because I could touch the people and still keep it ghetto as an 87. Regal with the tree air freshener on the rear view mirror. I wear a heart on my shoulder. Remember when we used to make the boots look like Motorola? Your cousin fucked up your room every time he came over. Then went to jail when we got older. That shit is a bad odor, but still I remain focused. In due time, I'll be able to swipe my card and it won't say decline. That shit's embarrassing, huh? Hope no one pay you no mind. But it's a bad bitch behind you while you standing in line. Can you relate to my story? Can you follow my dreams and admirations that I had ever since I was 13? My mama believed in me. She let me use her fan to go to the studio Even though she know her tank is empty That's who I do it for My pops got a different approach Yeah, he believe But he always question when I'ma drop my debut CD How long it's gonna take, nigga? You still haven't ate, nigga At 22, I had two cars in my own place, nigga It's a sacrifice, I try to tell him That's when he turned to BET and tell me that he jealous Of all these niggas getting money And they shit don't sound like shit I ain't trying to kill your confidence or forcing you to quit I just wanna hear you heard Yep, yep, that's my word Make a statement with these nouns and verbs I represent the liquor that's poured out on the curb Listen to my nouns and verbs Man, I wanna be heard Like a cattle with sheep while y'all sleep I be up cooking up all day Like a mad scientist in a laboratory Motherfuck what a critic gotta say I'ma be heard What up design, I ain't forgot nigga You develop me telling me how it's hot nigga you believed in me first, that's what's for sure At the church, recording had the garage, but it worked But me and Dave kinda felt you lost the passion A lot was going on in your life and you needed space But still I should've came to you first to tell you what happened But I was 17 and figured it's best I stay away and I was wrong I was young and couldn't look you in the eye for what I done But I'm telling you we ain't done Matter of fact, how's your sons? What they up to? Remember they used to run around while you had worked on Pro Tools? People I used to be in the booth to four in the morning With school in the morning yawning, but I was on it Me, you and Dave was on it Buzzing like Charlotte Harness when that tape dropped Where them beats, nigga? It's been five years since we had rock Time to be heard Yep, yep, that's my word Make a statement with these nouns and verbs I represent the liquor that's poured out on the curb Listen to my nouns and verbs Man, I wanna be heard Like a cattle with sheep while y'all sleep I be up cooking up all day Like a mad scientist in a laboratory Motherfuck what a critic gotta say I'm so okay, you feel it? When you hear it, do it pulsate your spirit Do it make you wanna say motherfucker gimmick The truth can set you free if you do the right thing Word to Spike Lee, don't he look like Soundwave? That's kinda random, but my humor sometimes strays Like a dog in the night, 24 hours in a day But only take 5 minutes to grab a pad and a pen Then send your dog a kite I 
spread love like a hippie But I'm a black one with Jesus Christ passion I swear on the Bible, tabernacle to all my rivals I ain't mad, you hate a nigga for trying to help you That's your bad, because I figure I can make away with these stanzas I probably can't heal cancer, but I can heal the city My niggas tell me you with me And if you is, won't you pop my CD in Open up your trunk, then let it bump So I can be heard Yep, yep, that's my word Yeah, Make a statement with these nouns and verbs uh-huh. I represent the liquor that's poured out on the curb Listen to my nouns and verbs Man, I wanna be heard Like a cat or a sheep while y'all sleep I be up cooking up all day Like a mad scientist in a laboratory Motherfuck what a critic gotta say I'ma be heard D-Day, what up nigga? Matt Jeezy Yo, yo, peace and the highest vibrations, ladies and gentlemen, we are back from the break. I am your host, King Soul Lift, and I'm here with my man, Speakeasy Griff, a.k.a. Sir Griffith. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, and this is Talk That Shh. If you are just now tuning in from the break, you missed a whole lot. Stop what you're doing, rewind, and play it back. But we did talk a little bit about a lot, but the basis of the show today is the value of open communication. You know, we talked about the value of open communication. I opened up my bag. Griff talked a little bit about his bag. And we have discovered that Griff is still single. So, ladies, if you need to get at my man Griff, if you want to know a little bit more, if you want to tap in, maybe we can set up some blind dating with my brother Griff. I think that might be a pretty good idea. (laughs) Something that we're going to work on behind the scenes. I think that might be a good idea. You ain't going to know nothing about it. But I'm going to plug you in when the day start rolling because I'm going to work that out. Definitely, definitely going to work that out. I like peaches. Um, but look, <laughs> m- moving forward, all right, let's talk news. You know, I want to talk about what the idea of freedom really is. You know, because there is someone that we talked about, uh, Brittany Griner, which is like we've talked about uh, a seven time WNBA star who some say she is the LeBron James of the WNBA. And I think that is... Who said that? I've never heard that. Yeah, uh, LeBron actually was was in an interview with a few people, and they were talking about it. And one of the people in the interview, I don't remember who it was, but he was saying that um, her status... Again, she's a seven-time WNBA star. So, I mean, yeah. how, how many how many you know times has LeBron James been listed like as? 20? Well, so shit. Now I'm not. I'm not saying it to compare. It just I know she's a, she's definitely a dominant basketball player. Always has been. She's always been great. Like a great rebounder, great scorer, she great don't. blocker. You know she what I mean? I just that never heard that reference before. I know Diana Taurasi has been compared like they want to say like a female Kobe Bryant because of the stature that she plays with. But I just I never heard that. So that's just new to me. I'm not knocking it or anything. Word, she's word, word. both of them great. But I just never heard it. So I just wanted to. Ask about it in quiet, that's all. No, I feel that. But in a sense, I didn't know anything about Britney Griner until, and that's primarily because I don't watch sports like that like I used to. But I didn't know anything about Britney Griner until I, you know, found out that she, right now, isn't free. Because she's being held by a a Russian, you know, system. Yeah, and the reason being is, is because what she was carrying from what they're saying is illegal in Russia. Yeah. So they also like to 
charged like a maximum penalty Bro, when they, it comes they, to those charges. They're talking about giving this, this girl 10 years. Right. So for them, that's a law that they don't take lightly, especially when it's a foreign person. True enough. I, I am, in my heart, I believe that because Russia is still currently at a war right now mm-hmm. and America plays a part in the war, whether it's broadcasting what's going on or helping this person, helping that person, one side or the other. I believe that Russia is truly using this girl uh, to make an example. You know, I was sitting back thinking as I was, you know, working on briefing for the show. I'm like, what if they decide to, you know, hold up a, a huge ransom because they know how much she means to the U.S. in the sense of what she does for basketball. And then I started doing a little research, and I'm like, man, I haven't seen or heard anybody speaking about bringing her back home. I haven't heard anything about the WNBA. Now, I'm not saying this is not happening. It's just not broadcasted on any of the news that I see when I do tap it. You know, shit, 21 Savage. He was detained by ICE, and he was brought back home kind of swiftly. With the help of Jay-Z and some other people that had power. Wayne was sent to Rikers. He was brought home swiftly. I think, didn't he get pardoned by Trump? I'm not sure. I think, I'm thinking Kodak Black. That was Kodak Black that got time reduced and had the scissors of Trump getting him out. Hmm, that's interesting. Maybe I'm just thinking because Wayne, because of his status... He didn't serve as much time as somebody else would. Wayne well, definitely didn't serve as much time considerably to what they say he did or was associated right. with. Right. But the idea now is like, is is music feeding America that much to where mm-hmm. if you're not a, a high profile rapper, then you can't be seen as valuable enough to be brought back home or at least to your homeland. And I think that's the issue and concern that a lot of people have raised. Bro, she's been over there for five months. That's what people are trying to figure out because, like you just stated, if it was me or you or one of our loved ones, would this even be a story? I guess depending on right, right. I didn't even the think about level, like that for sure. The level of it, you know what I mean, maybe wow. marketable story-wise. But because she's a WNBA all-star, because she's fairly known, even though a lot of people try to throw slight and try to say they don't watch the WNBA or try to make it seem like it's not this. I watch the WNBA at times. Like, I enjoy watching the games. The ladies play great. I like like watching the ladies play basketball. Watching women play basketball, I don't see why mofo ain't watching it. Yeah. You know, it's amazing to see yeah. women play basketball. You like watching their butts, huh? I don't know what you're talking about, brother. I yeah. admire their skill level. Yeah. Anywho, yeah. what I was saying... Man, Skylar Diggins Smith. Okay. She's played for Notre Dame. See, I knew who Brittany Griner was because, like, that's back when I was really into sports, like, watching it all the time. And I still watch college basketball a little, but she played at Baylor. So I was always, I always knew of her because, for one, she was tall and she was dominating. But I say all this to say that if it was anybody else, what would be having this discussion? And then people even brought up that this was LeBron James or another high profile male athlete, would they bring them home and would it be? more swiftly than they have done with Brittany Griner. And I can see that because in this country, we always have to have a 
line, we always have to compare things like a standard where we're comparing it to. Like it has to be gender based. It has to be uh, racially based. Or religion. Or, right. It has yeah. to be some type of base that we measure stuff by. Why can't it just or be vegetarian off, or right? Not. Why can't it be off the strength of what was done, who the person is, and all that stuff? Because for one, there's so much you can discuss in this. But I'll say this real quick, and then I'll let you get back to it. When you leave the country that you occupy, that you are a resident in. You travel abroad to other countries, right? Other countries have rules, regulations, and laws, right? Mm-hmm. Whether you're privy or not. Mm-hmm. Am I wrong? No, 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 you're right. right. You feel what I'm saying? So it will behoove people to sometimes do a little research to understand what's going on. That's I'm true. not I'm not saying that I'm attacking her or anything. Nah, I'm, bro, I'm, I'm, I'm saying for people in general, whether you're playing basketball or you're just vacationing. If I want to travel to Egypt, it's certain customs and traditions that people in Egypt yeah. abide by. Yeah, I have yeah. to have a respect factor for them as a person and as a human being and as a group of people that they have certain principles that I have to respect when I enter their homeland. Mm. I, and I can't step in there and then cry wolf when something happens. I have to own up to it. And that's fine. Like. If I did something and it requires me to serve a certain amount of time, then that's what I have to do. Now, can sometimes things be adjusted and, and bargains can be made and deals can be struck? Of course, depending on what's going to be beneficial for both parties that are trying to barter for me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You feel me? But you just have to be mindful of that and you can like dismiss that because of your status, because of the power you have, because of the money you have. Sometimes you don't even think about, I don't need to research like I'm so-and-so. I can go anywhere and do whatever. Okay, you can maybe, but then sometimes there are repercussions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's repercussions to everything, for sure. You feel me? There's consequences to everything we do, even when we think we're doing something good. And I tell you, I, I research, you know, at least when it comes to, you know, carrying when I'm going to different places, how they operate, they, you know, reciprocate my, my license to X, Y, and Z. But I feel you on that. That's something that she definitely could have done, uh, whether she did it and decided that she wanted to just proceed with it anyway and she wanted to be in Russia with a little chill. Right. You know, they, they're doing what they're doing. And you brought something up in the notes when we was working on putting the, putting the detail together for the show. Um, and if I'm not mistaken, it was something about should foreign countries, you know, be able to, you know, uphold their power in a sense that it's different. I'll say it like this. Imagine if to Russia, the oil that she had was thought of to be a poison or, you know, they had a, 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 a belief where what she had was, you know, something that would have been truly detrimental to the people if it dropped and broke or if it got in the hands of somebody. They're operating based off of how they truly feel comfortable. Do I b- believe that they need to hold her? Absolutely not. Right. It's ridiculous, man. At what point do we as people get back to grace, like you was talking about. Um, and then when I think about that, the spirit just connects to me and it lets me know that everybody that we see walking and talking, everybody ain't people. Mm. You know, some people operate on uh, a, a devilish vibration. And like you were saying before, whether we call it that or not, there's certain things that exist that people choose to tap into? When you operate on a certain vibration and, and there are certain things that just don't happen when you operate on a certain vibration, you know? So I wonder, you know, this is just my my end all to it for now. I wonder what 
we people of America are going to do, will do to bring some positive light to this. And if it gets to a point where there is some type of ransom, will we? Because I, I know we got the we got the, the capital, we have the capability to do it. And not even being racial. You know, there's more money that spends in the black community alone. Will we as a as a community of people, and I'm not saying this overall to just isolate the quote unquote black people, but we will we as people in general, black, white, purple, or however you view yourself or view others, will we come together if need be to bring this young lady home? And and to add to that, not only that, but will we do that for the person next door? Mm. Will we do that for our family member, our friend? Because we have to realize, as Els just said, will we come together for her? So, will you come together for the people in your life that may have stumbled, that may have failed? Because I know some people are gonna be like, "Well, if we do it for her, you gotta do, we it, gotta for do it for everybody else." else. I, I I get that thinking and that and that uh, mindset, you know. But everybody is allowed some grace. I was allowed grace at a point in my life. Still have it, Els. My parents, brothers, and whoever else I I have in my presence. So just remember that for the people that surround you and not get so tied up when it's a celebrity because whether it was her or somebody else, we still have to do what's best for people. And that also means doing what's best for yourself, knowing certain things beforehand. So when a situation like this occurs, I don't have to worry about L's bailing me out because guess what? Derek thought about it twice. Yeah, are you going to have times where you're going to stumble and fall? That's okay. That's how you grow. But this is just a lesson learned like anything else. And I'm pretty sure she thought long and hard about this because I know I would. Yeah. If I if I was in a situation, I'm like, shoot. Damn, I should have left that Right. Shit. They should have banned me for 10, 10 years off of this little oil. Yeah, bro. You know what I'm saying? But it's just like those are one of those things that when stuff happens, you just have to look inside and like, okay, how can I make the best of this? Yeah. Like, that's what I do now. When I go through something, I'm like, yo, this ain't ideal. But I'm going to get through it one way or the other because I'm still breathing, I'm still walking, I'm still occupying this earth, so I'm going to have to figure it out. Yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, sad case, sad story to talk about, but, you know, it is what it is, and we are going to bring light to situations that we think other people need to talk about or need to hear about or need to hear us talk about. So, bow. Ta-da. All right, now, ladies and gentlemen, this is the part of the show where... We kick our feet back. We sit back, take our shoes off. Griff, just don't put your feet in the fire. But we get light with it. Hey man, it was it was close as hell. Yeah, though. but my feet, my foot ain't on fire. All right, good, ladies and gentlemen. This is the moment of the show where we discuss what we would do if we were president. So in normal fashion, I'm gonna go ahead and kick it off by saying this. In connection to what we just got finished talking about, ladies and gentlemen, if I were president, I would motherfucking free Brittany Griner. And when she got back home, I have a whole bunch of doobies rolled up for her. Because apparently, she liked to smoke. I would also add freeing Crystal Kaiser. That would be what I would do at this current moment, right now, for my number one, if I was president. What about you, bro? That's a good one, bro. It's definitely always good to help people out when you're in a position of power and i commend you for that i appreciate that viewpoint because a lot of people wouldn't see it that way see that's my fault with you 
hey man, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying, bro. For sure. Now, tell these motherfucking people Yo, about what you I... would do if you was president. And don't say shit about Walmart. Man, chill out, bro. Let me let me do this, man. That was before, man. Right. Live in the past, bro. Right, Focus right, on right. the present moment, man. <laughs> Damn Walmart. Cool. Uh, but not for real. If I were president, one of the first things that I would do is I would make knowing music mandatory. And when I say music, I mean of all genres, from all backgrounds. Music appreciation. Music appreciation, and I would, I won't say mandatory, but I would put in place the option for it to be worldly recognized because for me, music is life. Music is essential. Mm -hmm. Music is literally everything that we do, every emotion that we evoke, every step that we take, every breath that we take, music is a part of us. And we're a walking instrument. You have a voice box. I have a voice box. We are able to project words. We are able to sing. We are able to rap. We are able to play instruments. A whole bunch of things. We are able that. to talk that shh. Talk that shh. Exactly. So I would put it out there for us to have that music appreciation to truly grasp and appreciate life. On the level of a song. Okay, so are we talking appreciation to where you know every other day the radio stations are like it would be daily, it would to, be daily. Know, certain certain yeah like genres it, of music like you be, can't change. I'm the not station. gonna say change, but it will be a daily occurrence where every day you got exposed to some piece of music. Five o'clock, we'll be listening to. We're gonna listen to Frank Sinatra. Come love fly Frank with me. I love Frank Sinatra. Fly with me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Six o'clock. We'll be listening to. Six o'clock. So are we gonna have a whole hour of Frank Sinatra or Frank Sinatra type music? Frank Sinatra type music because we're gonna lead off with Little Blue Eyes. Okay. And we may take it to Sammy Davis Jr. Okay. okay. May take it to Bean Crosby. Okay. You gonna Dean back, Martin, bro. Nat King Cole. Okay. You feel me? A little Rat Pack. You know, but it will be in that ramp. Any type of crooner music. Okay. Then for six o'clock, I'm gonna hit you with this. A little Count Basie. Okay. You hear what I'm saying? A little jazz in there. I was about to say you gonna a little jazz. Dizzy Gillespie, a little bebop, brother. Okay. You feel me? And then at the seven o'clock hour, I'm gonna give you a taste of that nineties R and B with a little soul for real. A little Mary J. Blige, a little something for the people. Uh-huh. Ten o'clock. Ten o'clock. And that's the quiet stone hour with George Latell, V103 back in the day. I'm gonna hit you with a little Peebo Bryson. A little Luther Vandross and a little Aretha Franklin. Okay. You 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 hitting them with the commercials right now. You got the quiet storm like set. Brother, that's what that's what I grew up on. Ear was glued right, to right, the radio right. from Straight 10 up, to bro. 12, sometimes 10 to 2, Straight even up. though I know I had school in the morning. Hey bro, that's what's up. Music appreciation. Okay, music appreciation. I, I can receive that. I would, you know, bro, I'ma tell you, from wherever I would be with you being president right there, all hell. All hell to you, bro. Like that's that's something I'm rocking with, 100. percent I man. If I was president, my number two. If I were president, I would have it set to where moms and dads are paid daily for being moms and dads. Oh, you just you probably get voted in today. Just off the strength. Now there would be, you know, 
stipulations to it because we don't want folks just going out there being moms and dads. Just like having you, kids just so not, they get paid. Like you got to be responsible. Mm. Yet I'm saying if there is a mom that works from home, she should get paid for her life and her her diligence and her time and the growth process that she has to go through. Because in a sense where the highest currency recognized is not your physical self. It's not the energy that you exude. The highest form of currency that we recognize, unfortunately, it's not even fruits and vegetables. Like, cause that's, there's energy in that. The highest form of currency is money. So if somebody is at home and they balancing all these other things and then still has to do a nine to five, whether they're working mm-hmm. from home or not, that person should be rewarded in a way that substantially supports their day-to-day living. You know how many families would stay together? And I'm sure that this may be a reason why it's not like this. And this might be a bizarre, berserk-ass idea. But do you know how many families could stay together and find other means of dealing with problems if they didn't have to think about money? Mm-hmm. Find an aspect, Man, of course. If I was president, my number two thing, moms and dads would get paid every day for being a mom and dad as long as you meet the 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 positive mom and dad criteria you you ain't getting paid for leaving your baby coco you know in the house while you run down the street to go get your 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 honey buns you know what i'm saying and your smokes nah you got to be present and in place and doing what you got to do to support yours but yeah paid every day that's an interesting perspective brother and that would be something that I would like to see discussed in a uh, debate forum. Come on, because I could see that. I could see that going so many places because if I could tell, there'll be so many perspectives on that. So maybe one day that can happen. Let's do it. And lastly, to your last point, even though you were talking about leaving cocoa behind, honey buns are amazing when they're warmed up. I don't eat them anymore like I used to. But when I did used to eat honey buns, I would put them in the microwave for about ten seconds, and the taste that came from that. It's amazing. You ever put it on ice cream? Never. Man. We're going to talk about that. Bro. If I were president, second thing I would do, what kind of play into what you just said, brother? It's crazy that you said that because I had something in my thing. It wasn't similar, but it can correlate because of the requirements. What is it, bro? I would make it mandatory to have unconditional love Wednesdays. When I say unconditional love, love I mean to remove any restraints and to refrain from trying to place your shackles and your fears and insecurities on somebody else and try to call it love. Mm. I would say unconditional love Wednesday, the fact of, you go out there and you just love them, folk. You do it intentionally and you do it from a pure heart. You do it because it's right for you and it's right for them. And that would also make the parents be outstanding parents to receive that reimbursement of funds that will be allocated to their account, which will then precede them Come to on. provide their children with everything substantial that they would need, brother. See, that's how precedents come together. You hear me? That's how I heard what you. I see how you did that. You blended the two, the two worlds, mm-hmm. so that we all could grow. Come on now. See, I usually vote busy. They don't vote you. Shout out to busy. Shout out to busy. I usually vote busy for president. This is a, <laughs> this is a, an insider for those who's like who's busy, what's busy. I usually vote busy for president. 90% of the time, no matter what the fuck is happening in the world, yeah. my man Busy comes for play a the win. One of our brothers. He's the one of the clutches. Yeah, our brother. 
But today, I'm, I'm voting you for president. I appreciate that, brother. Right? Now, before I hit the gavel and seal the deal, uh, let's go to a break real quick. We just talked about two. We're going to go over the last one for both of us when we come right back. I got my family, and I got my squad, and as long as they got me, then I'll be just fine, so I give God the glory, cause I'll have my child, and America don't want me, that's when I realize, that we all need yeah, a reason to smile, I said we Last misogynist is about to run the whole damn thing. In the ballot, my sister filled in another city, didn't do a goddamn thing. Shit, I'ma go crazy, yeah. I'ma go crazy, yeah. I'ma go crazy, yeah. But I gotta do my goddamn thing. Look, look, yeah. The alt-right say this. Some black baby mama say this. We only earn half of the drama. Other side crazy. On behalf of Charlemagne, I'm sure he ain't trading sides. Maybe I should meet Tammy Lauren. Now, Lauren Hiller. She miseducated anyway, yeah Probably hate the color of my face I'm just a young black rapping ass African They never wanted to have it and now he has it his whole way I'm smoking purple, the law enforcement be murking brothers The moon lit and I'm cotton mouth like Mahershala It's like you got a curse if your currency low The world is a dirty fucking experiment They don't care if it's hurting us Black lives matter, cause black lives target practice Can't even imagine what would happen with no phone cameras Black lives matter, black love the dopest ever Just wanna remind you I think it's time that we show it better And I got my squad And as long as they got me Then I'll be just fine So I give God the glory Yes, I'll have my child And America don't want me That's when I realize That we all need yeah, a reason to smile I said we all need yeah, a reason to smile Shit about to be old, yeah But we gon' survive That's why we all need yeah, a reason to Acknowledging, uplifting our brothers and daughters is how this whole thing changed. Yeah. But the power that's in the pussy a dollar is enough to make us all insane. Shit, I'ma go crazy, yeah. I'ma go crazy, yeah. I'ma go crazy, yeah. But I gotta do my goddamn thing. Let's find. And I've been living like I got one. A couple hundred on me, still in the ghost shotgun. You do the most. Stop, son. Our people not exempt. They in the land of free. You in the land of free to an extent. Fuck that. I'm a for feathers. Mess with the temperature. Shuffle the weather. Fuck with whoever. Keisha or Heather. Beef is whatever. Kill me, you die, and I live forever. When you live without fear, it don't get much better. Nah. Hmm. Look at how far that we come. Look at the world we inspired. And look at the stars that we brought. They think that when that little big wig starts, that we done. They think because Hillary lost. The I got you my family, you. and I got my squad, and as long as they got me, then I'll be just fine, so I give God the glory, cause I'll have my child, and America don't want me, that's when I realize, that we all need a reason to smile, 
And ladies and gentlemen, we are back. All right, this is Talk Dash. And if you don't know, now you know I am King Soullift, and I'm here with my brother. They call me Young Skillet, aka Young Breezy, aka Griffin Ten. You know, it, they yeah, me. yeah. You heard me. You heard what he said. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Before the break, all right, we was talking about what we would do if we were president. I already said I would free Crystal Kaiser, Brittany Griner, and I would also make it. What, what did I say for my number two? I said. I would uh Oh, about the mom and dad being compensated. There you go. For being a parent. See, now that you remember, maybe somebody else will remember. And maybe it'll trickle down in the in the bloodstreams of people as, as time goes on. So yes, my number two, I mentioned that I would make it uh, you know, permanent mandatory for moms and dads to get paid on the daily. A small stipend every day from the government or from whomever. Every every single day. So it'll be your third one, brother. After after Putting that in the universe and the atmosphere, how would you follow that up? Brother, I would follow that up with some type of, you know, mandatory response to homelessness. Mm. You know, and I say that from the restaurant chain on down to local communities. Because right now, restaurants have trash cans in the back that they put fresh ass food. Food that just had been sitting for a couple minutes longer than a customer would want. And they throw that shit in the trash. Some stores, let's say like Target or maybe I'm wrong with it being Target, but some stores I know for sure. Or, or nope, not Target. Sorry, we'll take Target out. Panera Bread. The bread that they don't use, they put it in a bag. A bag just with the breads. They, and they throw it out, but they put a lock on the trash cans. So people who hungry, typically homeless, people who might want to go in or people who go that route, you know, they can't get to it. That is a fail, bro. How the fuck are we saying that we're living truly if we're eliminating people's opportunity to be free? So when we were talking earlier, what is freedom? I think freedom is the opportunity to have resources that you truly need at any given time that you need them. So my third one for president, I would, I, I would, if I was president, I would make it mandatory. But you can't put no locks. On no, no throwing away food, especially if it's fresh. And I know they got these little FDA rules and regulations, but a lot of that shit is just to get by. It ain't real. It will be free. My mandate, shit, food will be free. And if it wouldn't be free, you know, 100% of the time, it'll be free on Wednesdays. Unconditional Love Wednesdays. Unconditional Love Wednesdays would be the time... That, that people will eat free. No matter where you went, no matter how much you ordered, food will be free on Wednesdays. And you can bag up some of that food on those Wednesdays, get you through the next few days until the following Unconditional Love Wednesday. Come on. Brother. I see where you're going with Come this. Come on. I'm voting you for president. Bro, listen, you I know. receive it. You feel me? Uh, it's so much I want to unpack what you said because. You got one more. I know. And before I get into my last one, you are right. It is a shame that that happens. And in my past life, I was in food service. So I know firsthand how it is to have to throw things away. One time I had to put bleach on something. That shit is I worked in the school right. system, bro. And the manager was like, hey, we got to talk to this stuff. And I'm like, oh, they can't give it to a food bench. She's like, nah, because of this, this, that, the third, the regulations, the school board, this, that, the third. We got to get rid of it and we can't have nobody go back here. So we need to pour bleach on top of it. 
You feel what I'm saying? So it was just like it was so it was so sad, bro. And you never know what a person goes through and you never know how a person can be homeless. There's many ways. Some people choose it. Some people are forced into it. Yeah. You never know. And people can say, oh, they can go do this. They can get the job. Blah, blah, blah. Don't 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 um, don't handicap them. And OK, I get all that certain. It's always a time and a place for everything. But to know that somebody's going hungry and you can provide in some type of way, why wouldn't we? That would alleviate so much. You know what I mean? But I'm not going to talk long about it, but you did say some some powerful things with that. And for so for me, you know, my, my last thing that I would implement as a, a president, as I would, you know, walk around and be the candidate and, you know, Make more, oh, you up my, there? My press you runs. Had, you get voted, I bro. appreciate that. I would have it where there would be a family history. I don't even want to say day. I just maybe month, maybe week, whatever. But I would make it where people are able to know their family history. And that means by having time where every business was closed, there was no excuse. If the living ancestors were still around, go to them and converse with the ones that want to have the conversation, that can have the conversation. For the ones that don't or don't feel comfortable, you respect it, you understand, you move on to the next one. But I feel like the more we know who we are, we have to realize that we have to know where we come from. And you can learn a lot from your family because we are living, walking, breathing visuals of everybody in our family. You feel what I'm saying? We may look different, may talk different, all that good stuff. But I feel like that would be something that is needed and it will help people identify with where they came from and who they are and where they're supposed to be. You know what I mean? Having that gene- genealogy research in their back pocket. So they can really tap into that power of where they come from. And it's going to look different for everybody. It's going to be definitely different. Maybe some similarities, maybe some polar opposites. But the fact that you know where your great, 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 great ancestors came from, bro. That is so powerful and impactful and so needed. How many greats did you just mention? About 20 of them. Okay. I'm only saying this because from this angle I sit, my spirit just... Sometimes I get these voices and they play with my thoughts. What if as many greats as you mentioned Uh doesn't exist yet? What if... Oh, my ass. What if we have been... So stuck where we are because somewhere, somehow, we have been pressured to look back to find what we're missing. What if we're the beginning? What if this is the reason why we can see so many elements of what we read about in the history book when we were in school? It's still happening. They may not be out with water hose, but you know. People are still getting beat up by the police. Some places people are still getting, you know, hanged or hung, you know, however the proper, the legit proper term for that would be. But 
what if what if we have what if we haven't gotten that far that's something heavy to think about um it's always good to hear different perspectives because even to take it a little bit further or within that realm of things that you're speaking of what if this is the beginning because what we experienced before doesn't exist hasn't existed or already existed but we're in another time where we have to make this is this like we're trying to alter and adjust the previous reality into this new reality which is a new beginning because we are born again mm-hmm. we've had a past life that's gone if it exists if it didn't exist so was reincarnation real i believe reincarnation is definitely something that is real in the sense of being born again and that at times people do come back i know this is the end of the show i know we're unpacking a lot of people and thank y'all so much for staying with us right but realize that in life what sounds abnormal what sounds outrageous what sounds unbelievable remember that there is truth in everything whether you choose to believe it or not and i say truth in the terms of what we know truth to be because we can't truly know everything because we haven't existed everywhere and maybe we have existed everywhere you know we're just in a, in a space and time now where we have to be the change that we want to see and understand the power we truly possess i know we speak about power a lot because it's true but never negate the fact that in this world that we occupy that it's more than what it appears and when you truly tap into your spiritual power you will understand that despite the names the terms all of these distractions that they, that they give us with certain things when you tap into your true self your true power and the universe is aligning in your in, in, in your in your path and the creator is aligning in your path and you understand that everything is one and the same but yet at the same time different as above so below you know what i mean that that type that type of thing you're you're opening up your mind a little bit more and i think being a little bit more open-minded allows you to have unconditional love for people and also give them grace because you understand that everybody's in the space and that's okay everybody's not going to be in the same space as you but as long as we respect and understand each other and know that it's it's way more out here and it's a bigger picture and that we all are part of the same plan and that we're all humans, I think we'll be all right. And I think we'll, we're getting there. And when it comes, it comes. And we're going to experience it one way or another, whether we're in the physical form, whether we're in the spiritual form, some way or another, we're all going to know it when that time permits itself. Well, I should say when it's, the appropriate moment to transition into that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's all Devon. And that's yeah, that's my last take on it. Word up. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you have heard a mouthful from me and my brother. It, it's been real. It's always, always love when I get a chance to sit down and talk with you guys, whether I'm with my brother Griff or I'm sitting by myself and I'm just, you know, going off my head about whatever I'm dealing with or feeling or whatever the case may be. It's always love, and I appreciate you guys for staying tapped in and tuned in to this podcast. Talk that shh. I'll see you soon. Talk that shh. This is brought to you by Anchor.fm and available on major podcast platforms.
Hey, man, come on. Y'all ain't got to go already, do you? For real, man, come on. Hey, we all going, man. Talk that shh. That's my shit, man. Uh, oh, I wasn't supposed to say that, huh?